Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all sports, news, and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, and the Eagle Eye, Bill Serna. We cover it all NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, as well as indoor football and high school sports. Now, it's time for Rollin' Eagles Football pregame show. Here's Sonny Clark. All right, everybody, welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, coming to you here on the pregame show of your Rowlett Eagles as they're taking on the Garland Owls, coming to you from Williams Stadium underneath Friday Night Lights. You are listening to the pregame show that's being brought to you by the Bullet Experience. Make sure you check out the Bullet Experience for a family-friendly multi-sports complex designed to promote confidence and fun no matter what the sport or activity. So, check out the Bullet Experience as it offers out the recreational and competitive sports teams, leagues, tournaments, and structural training, as well as youth camps. So when you visit, you'll understand why people love and want to continue on with the Bullet Experience. So make sure you check out the Bullet Experience at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett. Just remember that's on the outside of Waterview, um, just right by the gate. So make sure you check that out. You can also give them a call at 214-326-7800. Eight five three, and why don't you train with the pros? When you train with the pros, you got guys like Jerry Bullet, hmm, former NFL uh, football player, Terrence Bullet, hmm, former Canadian football player, and of course Melvin Bullet, former NFL football player and cornerback that played for the Indianapolis Colts, and also has been one to be known. To stop one Tom Brady. That's right, Tom Brady. So check him out at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett. Give Melvin Bullet a call at 214-326-7853 and let them get you all squared away and ready to go for whatever activities that you need. And you want to talk activities, they've got it all over at the Bullet Experience. It could be basketball, football, uh, soccer, volleyball, you know, baseball, whatever the case may be. Basketball Basketball big time now as it's getting ready to start up. We got Rowlett Eagles Varsity Basketball starting in December. So if you need any of the type of training, weight training, or whatever it takes to help you exceed at your sports, make sure you check out the Bullet Experience. It is the seventh game. Oh, mark that. It will be the seventh game. Yeah, the seventh game of the season as your Rowlett Eagles will be taking on the Garland Owls. And you know, it's been one of those up and down seasons as you take a look at the Rowlett Eagles and where they are. Of course, Rowlett right now, they are 3-4 and four overall. That includes a three-game losing streak on the outside of district. Uh, but moving into district, the Rowlett Eagles have kind of woke up a little bit. Uh, they are at 3-1. and one. Now, that being said, 
we go back years, if you've been listening to the Couch with Taya Sports Show and our coverage of the Rowlett Eagles for the last seven to eight years, okay, this is one of the most challenging years for the Rowlett Eagles as they move forward, whether it be play out on the football field, whether it be coaching, whether it be understanding of what they got to do at a certain time, this has been one of the seasons that have been really different for the Rowlett Eagles as they have not seemed to be in sync moving forward. And that is one of the problems when you take a look at the Rowlett Eagles and where they are. Of course, three and one within district. And if you could go back one week as the Rowlett Eagles were in a game against the Wiley Pirates over at the Homer B. Johnson Stadium, you will understand where all that comes from because it was a total different game than what we have been used to seeing from the Rowlett Eagles over the years. And we talked about where they are as far as where it's this season. I mean, we can talk about the loss against Prosper 31 to 7, Rockwall 50 to 7, or even the loss against the Plano Wildcats 55 to 34, realizing that those teams that are in those two districts are that much on a higher scale than the Rowlett Eagles. When they turn around and go into district and get a one-point victory against Neiman Forest 7 to 6, then they turn around and get a one-point victory against the North Garland Raiders 27-26, you kind of wondered what was going to happen with the Raleigh Eagles by getting two games underneath the W side um, with a one-point victories. Now, granted, it's still up underneath the W side. But then they finally woke up against the South Garland football team, and unfortunately, the talent level of the South Garland uh, Colonels are not that of other teams that are within this district. However, the Eagles handled them 44-28 to like they were supposed to do, which in turn brought us to the game last week as your Rowlett Eagles were taking on the Wiley Pirates. It was one of those games where you asked yourself the question, at the time, this was a game that the Raleigh Eagles, if they were going to take that step forward, they were going to have a very good chance of getting the victory. Unfortunately, something happened within this game because when they came out, they came out like barn burners and maybe kind of slid off a little bit into the second quarter, but came back out back again in the third quarter. And then and about the middle of the fourth quarter, everything just seemed to be going the wrong way for the Raleigh Eagles as they ended up taking the loss against the Wiley Pirates 14 to 13. Now, the 13 was based upon an extra point that was so this game could have been tied at the end of regulation and the Raleigh Eagles would have had the opportunity to get the victory in overtime. That didn't happen as they had like four, four to five minutes. It just seemed like everything imploded on the Raleigh Eagles that they could not get anything done, whether that be moving the ball down the field, whether that be managing the clock, managing timeouts and things like that. It just completely imploded. And that was not the normal Raleigh Eagles. That's what I was talking about. When you look at this year's Eagles, we didn't have these issues or things like that, whether it be play out on the football field, completing four quarters of, of football or as, as far as figuring out what you were going to do on certain plays at vital times of the game. 
So a little bit of the different Raleigh Eagles football team. So when your Raleigh Eagles go into this week coming off a you know heartbreaker of a loss again 14 to 13 to Wiley that's two games against Wiley the Raleigh Eagles first of all were the better football team on the football field and the second time they've taken a loss in the two years that Wiley has came back into this district so the Eagles get a football team in the Garland Owls which is what they kind of need in reality to reset now, we talk about the reset, and you can go up to the South Garland team uh, game and see the reset, 44-28. to 28. That's what the Raleigh Eagles need because they have got two games at the end of the season that will pretty much decide where they're going to be as far as the uh, standings are concerned. But when you look at the Garland Owls and you see this Raleigh Eagles football team, you cannot look to next week, November 1st, against the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. You cannot look towards the last game of the season, which are the Saxe Mustangs on November 8th. You have to concentrate on what's going to happen tomorrow night out on the football field with the Garland Owls. Because as far as where the standings are concerned, and that's what we'll do, we'll hop over to the standings of of 6A Region 2 District 10, where the district that your Raleigh Eagles play, the Garland Owls are 1-3 within district. So they're a team right now that have got a victory up underneath their belts. They have been in games as well this year. Um, so the Raleigh Eagles cannot walk into this game, especially over at Williams Stadium, the home of the Garland Owls, and expect to walk out with a victory. No, they're going to have to fight for this victory because it's not going to be easy-peasy as it has been with the Garland Owls for the last two years before this game. You hop back a few years back, and not last year or the year before, but the year before that, the Garland Owls were a very good football team. They've been slowly trying to get back to that area as far as that is concerned because the Garland Owls, in reality, they are 3-4 and four, um, overall. They won two games out of district compared to the Raleigh Eagles zero. Now, granted, it was a different district, but it is the check mark up underneath the W side outside of district. So, and they are one and three within district. The difference in this one is that the Garland Owls have given up over 201 points on the season. Compared to your Raleigh Eagles, have only given up 74 out on the season, which is a very good number if you look at it. There are three teams that have only given up 74 points within district, which are the best, by the way, within district. That's the Lakeview Centennial Patriots, the Raleigh Eagles, and the Neyman Forest Rangers. And the Neyman Forest Rangers are on the outside looking in on teams where, when you look at the standings, you got four teams on the top of this division at three and one. That would be the Lakeview Centennial Patriots, who are actually in first place, as they've only given up 74 points a game. Then you have the Wiley Pirates. Now, they've given up 82 points uh, on the season. However, they beat the Rowlett Eagles. So that's the reason why they have slipped into second place, and Rowlett has slipped down to third place, even though they've given up less points. They have the victory over the Raleigh Eagles. They've only given up 74 points on the season. Followed by the Saxony Mustangs, who are in fourth place. They have given up 88 points. 
Two teams that the Rowlett Eagles are going to face at the final portion of this season are the Lakeview Centennial Patriots and the Saxey Mustangs. Saxey Mustangs, not in this position before. They have gone through district for the last three years undefeated. They got one defeat this year. So uh, they are trying to maintain where they are as far as district. And so are the Lakeview Centennial Patriots, as the Lakeview Centennial Patriots have won three in a row, and the Naaman for and and the uh, Saxe Mustangs have also won three games in a row. So when you look at it, the Lakeview Centennial Patriots and the Saxe Mustangs kicked off district with a loss, but have gone on that three point uh, three game winning streak. So this is a very very tight. Uh, region six, uh, a region district two or district ten in region two. So the top four again: Lakeview Centennial, then followed by the Wiley Pirates, the Rowland Eagles in third place, the Saxey Mustangs in fourth. Those are the four that would go to the playoffs. But the Name and Forest Rangers, they are on the outside in fifth place, two and two, could very easily slip into the uh, top four, depending on how they do for the rest of the schedule. Then it's one and three for the Garland Owls, or the, I'm sorry, the North Garland Raiders, and then the Garland Owls, who are um, uh, second to last in this district, and then the South Garland Colonels, they are 0 and 4 within this district. So, how important is this game? Well, it's very important when you take a look at where everybody is as far as their uh, schedule is concerned. I want to start off with the team that is on the outside looking in, the Name and Forest Rangers. All right, the Name and Forest Rangers for the rest of the season, they have Wiley, um, you know, as far as that is concerned on Friday night. They follow it up with the Garland Owls next week. Then they have the Lakeview Centennial Patriots to end the season. So these two games that are headed in, in reality, for the Neiman Forest Rangers are very important. Wiley, they get the opportunity to get the victory. Maybe, maybe not. That game is at Wiley. And then the uh, Neiman Forest Rangers get the Garland Owls, and they get those over at Williams Stadium. Those two games... Basically looking at if they lose against the Lakeview Centennial Patriots the last uh, week of the season, they could slip into the playoffs with two good victories, one against Wiley and the other against the Garland Dow. So we'll be watching that game against Wiley in Wiley very closely based upon the, uh, the uh, standings. Now, when you look at the Saxe Mustangs, they're a little bit of a different story. Again, we talked about where they were. They went ahead, they took a loss, their first game within district. All right, so they went uh, two and one on the outside of district within that hard district that the Raleigh Eagles play. So they played very well. So when you look at the Saxe Mustangs and what they're all about, looking at the rest of their schedule, this is an important thing because of the way that it sets up as far as the games that have got to be played. Um, so when you look at that, the Saxe Mustangs, their game this week is a tough one. They got the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. This is going to be a great game. This game is on Thursday night. 
I am actually going to go to this game. My daughter does cheer for the Lakeview Centennial Patriots, but I am going to this game basically because this is a head-to-head that's going to be really big. The only difference here in reality is that the Saxey Mustangs, depending on what happens in that game, is going to be huge. Saxey takes a loss. That is going to be big. If they get the victory, it's going to be big for the uh, Saxey Mustangs because they'll have the victory over the Lakeview Centennial Patriots, who are right now on top of this district. The rest of the schedule sets up for them South Garland next week, and then they're finishing up with the Raleigh Eagles at the end. That is so huge within this district, and the results of this are going to be huge as well. So, What's up on tap for the other teams that are out there? How about the Wiley Pirates? The Wiley Pirates are a different football team as well. They've got a lot of work that they've got to do because they are three and one within district. So what do they do? How do they set it up? Well, let's take a look at that. Uh, take a look at where they are. Again, they are in the standings ahead of the Raleigh Eagles. They are in second place, and that victory that they get got against the Raleigh Eagles was very, very big for them. Because if they would have taken the loss on that, they could have slipped on the outside of the top four as well. So, looking at the rest of the schedule for the Wiley Pirates, again, they got the Naaman Forest Rangers this week. They follow it up with the North Garland Raiders and follow that up with the South Garland uh, Colonels. No disrespect against the name of Forest Ranger, North Garland or South Garland, but this is set up for Wiley to finish out the rest of the season undefeated and only have one defeat within district. That would be huge for them. They would end up 6-1. and one. They would be somewhere near the top of that district. Right now, it sets up for the Lakeview Centennial Patriots or the uh, Saxe Mustangs to fall to two losses. So that is a huge place for the Wiley Pirates. They are setting themselves up for the rest of the season in good shape. Now, taking a look at a the team that is on top within this district, that being the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. Again, they have the Saxe Mustang. A victory here pretty much seals up the rest of this district as far as victories are concerned. But the rest of the season plays out like this. They got the Raleigh Eagles next week, and then they finish up with the Neiman Forest Rangers at the end of the season. If they get the victory against the Saxe Mustang, following up with a victory against the Raleigh Eagles, they have the name of Forest Rangers last day. So looking at the way this all sets up, it's going to be a very, very tight top four within this district regarding the standings. So uh, interesting thing that is going on as far as where the Raleigh Eagles are, as far as the schedule is concerned, and following the top four. Never mind, it, again, we looked actually looked at the top five because we were looking at the standings and we started with the name of four strangers. So five teams battling it out for the top Four spots within the district. Again, name of Forest on the outside looking in at two and one. The rest of the district on the top four are at three and one. That's Lakeview Centennial, Wiley, Rowlett, and Saxe. That's the way that it wraps up. It's going to be a very wild three 
games for the rest of the season, and this week's games are going to be really, really huge. Again, I will be at that Thursday night game, the Lakeview Centennial Patriots, as they'll be taking on the Saxony Mustangs. Um, so I will be at that game. I will see how that whole thing works out. We'll see how the Rowlett Eagles are able uh, to handle the rest of their season. But this week, the Rowlett Eagles have to take care of business against the Garland Owls because a loss against the Garland Owls will put them at three and two, and if then that will pro that could possibly have them slip out of the top of the top four if the Neyman Forest Rangers get a victory. So uh, interesting stuff, the way that it sets up here within the 6A Region 2 District 10 standing. So what we're going to do now is we're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. When we come back, we're going to take a look at the stats that we're going to be looking at as far as the Garland Owls headed our way. After that, we'll take a look at your Rowlett Eagles, and then we will bring in the MVP. He is the Eagle Eye Bill Cerno. We'll do that here all on this program, the pregame show of your Rowlett Eagles as they are taking on the Garland Dallas. And of course, the pregame show being brought to you by the Bullet Experience. Make sure you head on over to the Jerry Bullet Training Center just on the outside of Waterview, 8900 Princeton Road, as the Jerry Bullet Training Center is a 22,000 square foot for all the dreams of any kind of athlete, you got everything up underneath one roof. Whether it's a weight room that's 3,500 square feet and have all the, the state-of-the-art weights that you need, whether it's a gym for volleyball or basketball, 19,000 square feet. If you want to do outside training, outdoor training, they have a covered outdoor training facility that's 25 yards uh, long as well as 15 yards wide. They also have sand volleyball courts to help with your height if you are going to be in volleyball. The sand volleyball is huge to help you with regular volleyball, especially getting up high to spike it down. And or you could take a look at the batting cages as they have 360 by 15 batting cages along with soccer that is out there and everything that you need to get better uh, at your sport so make sure you check out the bullet experience and we thank them for their sponsorship of the pregame show so we're going to take that quick break here on the couch potato sports show when we come back we'll take a look at garland stats rowlett stats and the eagle eye all in the pregame show we'll be back here on the couch potato sports show and your rowlett eagles radio network Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors. Proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. 
We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. This is Sunny Clark Radio Voice of your rally at Eagles letting you know about Liberty Air and Heat. Everybody knows what the Texas heat can do your air conditioning and heating systems. That's why you need the experts that deliver the best and most honest service in the Rowlett area. We provide the high quality air conditioning and heating services that keep you more comfortable when you need it. We strive to always meet and exceed customers' expectations, competency, and accountability as well as satisfaction. So contact Liberty Air and Heat at 469-678-9444 or visit them on the web at libertyairandheat.com. At the Jerry Bullet Training Center, we truly believe experience is the best teacher. With over 50 combined years of knowledge and experience in sports performance and athletic training, our coaches understand exactly what it takes to achieve your goals and excel at the next level. Contact Melvin Bullen at 214-326-7853 or visit their brand new facility just outside of Waterview at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett. and take it for a ride, check out Costlo Insurance, serving Texans since 1981. Bundle your home, auto, or business insurance to save a ton. Costlo Insurance on the corner of Main Street and Rowlett Road where we make insurance fun. Or check us out on the web at costloinsurance.com where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? The prospect of retirement can be exciting and scary at the same time. At Nest Egg Wealth Advisors, we have found many people either approaching or currently in retirement failed to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. What is it? How does it work? It's simply not a benefit that you start receiving at age 62. Because these decisions are so important, my firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy of Social Security Maximization, please give our office a call today at 972-412-6064 or visit us on the web at nestegadvice.com. There is nothing that beats good home-cooked barbecue. Since 1941, Dickey's Barbecue has done all the cooking and you take all the credit. Whether you want real Texas brisket, Virginia ham, southern pulled pork, or fall off the bone ribs, Dickey's Barbecue is the place to go. Choose from our favorite sides of barbecue beans, creamy coleslaw, potato salad, jalapeno beans, and many more. Come see us today at our Rowlett location, 5701 President George Bush Turnpike, Suite 110, in the Target Shopping Center. Whether you want to eat in or take it home, we will fix you up. Don't forget, for your next event, call the catering guy at 972-345-6424. That number again is 972-345-6424. 
Come visit us today at 5701 President George Bush Turnpike, Suite 110 in the Target Shopping Center. Also, check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash Dickies Rowlett. For lip-smacking, rib-tickling, knee-slapping, foot-stomping, great-tasting barbecue, come see us at Dickies Barbecue today. Welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio here on the pregame show of your Rowlett Eagles as they are taking on the Garland Isles. That'll happen over at Williams Stadium underneath Friday Night Lights on October 25th. Of course, that is tomorrow. Uh, make sure you check that out. It's going to be a huge one. Now, the reason why it's huge is because you take a look at the Garland Owls. We talked about the standings. The Garland Owls right now are on an unfortunate three-game losing streak. Your Rowlett Eagles take their first loss within district last week against the Wiley Pirates, and that is huge. But when you take a look at the numbers, so we can kind of get an idea of what's going on, your Rowlett Eagles uh, are averaging 19 points a game. The Garland Owls, they are putting up 28.1 points a game. Totally different look when you look at the numbers. Again, the Rowlett Eagles started off the first of the season. Now, these numbers are averages, but the first two games, the Rowlett Eagles had seven points to start the first game and seven points to start the second game. So the numbers are a little bit skewed when you look, take a look at those two games. They've been playing a little bit better and putting up more points out on the board. But as far as averages are concerned, right now that's on the Garland Owls side. Points allowed per game, your Rowlett Eagles are only giving up 30 points a game compared to the Garland Owls' 40 points a game. Now also, taking a look, yards per game, the Rowlett Eagles just up underneath 300 at 297. Yards per game for the Garland Owls, 346 yards a game. Yards allowed are your Rowlett Eagles at 345 yards a game. And But the Garland Owls, they give up over 480 yards, 481 to be exact. So a lot of yards there that have been given up by the Garland Owls and could be the reason why we see where they are in the standings as far as also being on that three-game losing streak. So how did the Garland Owls get where they are? Well, they started off the season with a victory against Irving MacArthur, 35-22. to Then they followed it up with an unfortunate loss against the Royce City uh, team, 37-14. to Then the Richardson Eagles, the Garland Owls got the victory over them, 31-24. to Then they started up within district and got a victory against the South Garland Colonels, 56-43, to and took the loss against the Wiley Pirates the week after that, 50-21. to And then 
they took a loss against the Saxe Mustangs, 45 to 17, and then dropping off after the uh, bye, they took the loss against the Lakeview Centennial Patriots, 63 to 23. That leads them to where they are right now. You take on the Rowlett Eagles, and how how does it work? look? What are the Garland Owls all about? Well, when you don't get to see all the games, such as the Eagle Eye, Bill Cerner, and I, we got to just take a look at numbers, and then we got to figure out what the Rowlett Eagles are going to do against those numbers. That being said, um, Sergio Perez. Uh, he is the quarterback for the Garland Owls. He's taken every snap for them all season long. He is 116 for 211, averaging 55% uh, passing. For 55% again and 1,640 yards as well. He's got 20 passing touchdowns and 7 interceptions. So looking at those numbers, those numbers are very interesting as far as maybe what can we see in the passing game. Now, let's take a look at the run game. Jayshon Powers is the main guy. He carries the load pretty much only uh, as there are um, a total of seven people with stats, but no one has more than ten other carries besides Powers. Powers, 137 attempts. He's got 672 yards. He's averaging five yards a carry. He's got five touchdowns. So this is a football team that is not afraid to rush the football when you take a look at the numbers um, after they're done. Nine rushes, 38 yards and a touchdown for Reed. Ronnie Reed, who uh, checked in there. Also two rushes, 63 yards for Charles Adams. He has a uh, touchdown as well. Uh, Trey Alley Alexander, five rushes, 45 yards. Jordan Hudson, one rush, three yards. One rush for a minus two for Alex uh, Delgado. And uh, Perez, three, uh, mark that, six rushes. He's got a negative uh, 31 yards. So um, so when you take a look at Perez, this is a pretty, it's a, not a bad balance that the Garland Owls have, especially when you look at the numbers. Um, they, they're more of a passing football team, but uh, you're looking at three-fourths three of the time, uh, they're going to probably be, you know, well, I'd probably say around 60-65% of the time they're going to be passing the football. But that other 45% is going to be huge. Um, for them. So look at those numbers, try to get an idea of what's going to be headed your way, um, you know, because you ask yourself the question, what are they going to do? And, and especially when you don't know it about the team or what you can expect. Now, receiving, Jordan Hudson, 55 receptions. He's got 850 yards out on the season and 13 touchdowns. So the passing game, they are going to uh, – Pretty much one guy. Uh, there's some other guys that have stats uh, as far as wide receiving. Charles Allen with 15 catches, 291 yards, and two touchdowns. Um, it looks like Jabbar Ellis, 15 catches, 241 yards. He's got a touchdown. Um, Jay, let's see here. Jay Trick Gator. Here it is. Jay, Jay Trick Gator. I, I have a hard time with these names. 11 catches, 104 yards, three touchdowns. Ellis Rogers, nine 
receptions, 95 yards, and he has a touchdown as well. Well, uh, Jay Sean Powers with 11 catches, 59 yards. So that's what you're getting with the Garland Dallas. Um, again, I, I, I would think around, you know, when you look at the numbers, around 60% of pass, 40% rush, or 65-35, whatever you want to say. It just depends upon the game and what is maybe successful for them, they'll continue doing. And that is a feel-out method that they're going to have to figure out um, when they take on the Raleigh Eagles, um, as far as that's concerned. So you look at a lot of numbers in this one, and... and we just don't know what will be coming their way. It's not, it, it's not painfully obvious. It's a little obvious that they'll pass the ball a little bit more than Rush, but they may be around 50-50 on that situation. So the Raleigh Eagles have got something to look at uh, when they're taking on the Garland Owls. Again, the Garland Owls is a, a situation where that they're probably not going to make the playoffs. Um, and they are going to try to finish out the rest of the season uh, with a positive. It does start, you know, this week with the Rowland Eagles. They end up the rest of the season with the Name of Forest Rangers and then the North Garland Raiders. Both of those games will be played over at uh, Williams Stadium. So the last two games of the se uh, season for the Garland Owls will be at their home field, the uh, Williams Stadium, which is where we are for this one as the Raleigh Eagles are taking on the Garland Owls. So the Garland Owls have three final games on their home field, although they are the visiting team. In reality, when they take on the Name and Forest Rangers, they share that stadium. Uh, the last game of the season, they'll be the home game, uh, quote-unquote, home team. But it's always good to play on your home field, regardless what side uh, your fans are sitting on. So um, that that's how that sets up. Now, your Rowland Eagles a little bit different. So what we're going to do now, we'll take the quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. When we come back, we'll take a look at the uh, Rowland Eagles and their stats and what we're expecting from them uh, in this one. And then we'll follow it up with the eagle-eyed Bill Cerna as he'll uh, finish up the rest of this one and we will uh, head into Friday Night Lights with uh, the eagle Eye. So we'll do that here. We'll get back uh, to the commercials and our sponsors. When we come back, we'll take a look at your Rowlett Eagle stats here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles radio network. We'll be right back. This is Sunday Clark Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles letting you know about Karen McKinney of Budget Blinds of Rowlett. Find a little inspiration by browsing our product, whether it be the latest trends, child safety, or smart home technology, and more. Contact Karen McKinney at 972-722-9300 or visit her on the web at budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. You can also learn who they are, as well as their approach and products, and you can also schedule a free home consultation. Again, contact Karen at 972-722-9300 or log online, budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. This is Sunny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Perfection Body Sculpting located in Rowlett. Did you know that Perfection Body Sculpting doesn't just offer laser lipo and radio frequency for body contouring? We also offer cellulite reduction and skin tightening as well as thermal lift and cosmetic and collagen facial creams as well as top of the line facial masks to help reduce fine wrinkles. 
There are also gift certificates as well as gift baskets with awesome products in it. Call today for your appointment and get three 24 gold facial masks with the purchase of a $69 consultation that includes a 30-minute laser lipo session. So contact 214-735-8519 or visit them on the web at www.perfectionbodysculpt.com. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Landon Huey and 19 Ministries. One of the things we want to do is we have this idea, the name that's kind of sticking right now is Rowlett Revival. And we know that there are a lot of hurting um, and broken people across the city. Um, out of a population of 60,000, there's close to 40,000 that aren't saved. And we want to do like a Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, we will bring in a guest speaker and he's just going to share the love of Christ and we want to connect people in the city up with churches and where they can find a healthy church family and find people that believe in them and find a God that loves them. Jesus came for a broken world and man, he, he loves and cares for everybody in the city. And so we're excited about that. We're working through details right now, but our vision is to see God's going to reach a lot of people. So make sure you contact Landon Huey at 19 Ministries at 972-835-8665 or check them out on the web at 19ministries.org or uniterowlet.org. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, asking, are you looking for a new home? Want to know what your house could sell for in today's market? Then you need to contact realtor Jeremy Morgan with Ray Hubbard Real Estate Group at Keller Williams Rockwall. Whether you're buying, selling, leasing, or investing, he can help you get where you need to be. Visit rayhubbardrealestategroup.com or make an appointment today by calling 214-236-2914. That's 214-236-2914. Jeremy Morgan with Ray Hubbard Real Estate Group, Keller Williams, Rockwall. Find out how Merchant Masters, DFW, specializing in small business companies, can help you save money and protect your customers' information with our credit card processing and point-of-sale systems. In 95% of our cases, our services save our clients money. So, what makes Merchant Masters, DFW, different from all the others? It's an integrity-first approach to each client we work with so you receive the very best including financial savings, lowest possible rates, superior technology, and improved support. So claim your free audit at MerchantMastersDFW.com or contact John Beeman at 262-339-5470 for more information. That's 262-339-5470. Merchant Masters DFW, different from all the rest. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about RowlettFood.com. Do you want to have dinner delivered but you don't want to use Uber Eats? Contact someone locally that can do the same thing at a better price and faster. All you have to do is pick a restaurant on the list at the website, tell us what you'd like to order, then check out and you'll have your food within 25 to 45 minutes, depending on distance. Check out RowlettFoods.com for your next meal at Raising Cane's, Golden Pie, Ponchos and Lefty, and more. Give us a call at 972-408-8002, or check us out on the web at RowlettFood.com. 
And welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show and the pregame show. Your Raleigh Eagles as they are taking on the Garland Owls. A pretty important game in reality for the Raleigh Eagles. Uh, they would have loved they got that victory against the Wiley Pirates, but unfortunately that didn't happen. But the Eagles looking to turn this one around against the Garland Owls. And we looked at those numbers. We've seen what was happening as far as this game was concerned. But now it's time to take a look at your Raleigh Eagles and where they are as far as their stats are concerned. Um, They're kind of The the stats are crazy because you can't really get an idea of what this football team does. Okay, the reason being is because your leading rusher is your your quarterback. So we we kind of know what can happen or what they cannot happen. Take a look at Alex Rao. He is eighty six of one hundred and ninety. He's only completing forty five percent of his passes for a thousand twenty five yards. He's got eight touchdowns as well as the. Um, seven interceptions that are on tap for him right there. So when you, when you see the numbers, you know, they, they don't stand out. They're not huge numbers uh, as far as passing. Looking at the Raleigh Eagles rushing again, Alex Routley, your leading rusher for this football team, 464 yards on 87 carries. He also has five touchdowns. Dwayne Newton, 71 rushes, 262 yards. He's got two touchdowns. Colton Yarball, 24 rushes, 170 yards. He's got three touchdowns. And Charjay Hunt, 25 rushes, 121 yards, and one rush or one touchdown. The rest of these stats are uh, guys that have not gotten into the end zone via rushing. Four rushes, 46 yards for King. Three rushes, 17 yards for Hall. One rush for seven yards for Harper. Trey Carr, uh, Trey Carr, the backup quarterback, one rush for six yards. That having been said. Receiving the balls, Antonio Hall, it leads this team. And again, he hasn't played in two, maybe three games. I know at least two, maybe three. He's got 24, uh, mark that, 25 catches for 430 yards. He's got four touchdowns. Trevon King, 32 catches, 292 yards. He's got two touchdowns. Um, Jeremiah Tarwo, eight catches, 91 yards. Colton Yarball. Seven catches, 88 yards. He's got a touchdown. Hector Soto with four catches, 37 yards. Four catches, 31 yards, and a touchdown for Dwayne Newton out of the backfield. Christian Morgan, two catches, 17 yards. Two catches, 17 yards for Josh Rogers. And then Charjay Hunt, one catch, 16 yards. And uh, Jerkay Brown, one catch, five yards. Those are the stats. So what what is what is this one about? What What do we see in this game? Well, you know, we're not quite sure as far as what we're going to get from the Garland Owls. We know what we're going to get from the Garland, uh, from the Raleigh Eagles. Um, we might see a couple shots down the field to Antonio Hall. They could end up for big time plays because one thing that we have seen, which is a good thing for the Raleigh Eagles, is they work work this up. Is is that they have been playing fairly well. When they go downfield, when the chemistry has maybe gotten there, uh, but what we're also seeing is your quarterback hitting your guy that is the speedster, the guy that will get out there and make a lot of yards as far as uh, yards after the catch. And that is huge. Or just watching Antonio Hall 
in his route running and seeing that he gets open about 80% of the time. And maybe if we can get Alex Rout to recognize where he is on the football field and maybe make a quick decision to get the ball to him to where um, Hulk can run underneath the ball, that, that is huge too. There's, Still working on that as far as that's concerned. So lots of stuff that they have got going on as far as far as maybe chemistry that they've got to work on to try to get a little bit better. So um, lots of things going on within district. Uh, good district as far as uh, taking it down to the wire. Uh, we went back and we looked at the rest of the schedule for five of the uh, teams that are in district that are, you know, you know, kind of in a situation where they can make the playoffs. So the question would be who will actually make that step up. That is huge. So I am looking for, forward to a lot of things as far as this is concerned and the Rowlett Eagles in this game because I want to see the Rowlett Eagles come out and take control of this game. This is a game where they need to do it. The Raleigh Eagles cannot afford to lose this game to the Garland Owls. So when we come back, we're going to talk to the eagle-eyed Bill Cerna, and that's one of the questions I'm going to ask him. You cannot walk into this game that you think you're going to just win this game. The Eagles don't have that luxury to feel that way. They have to be in each and every game and realize that it's going to be a fight to the end. So that's one of the things that I want to talk to the Eagle Eye about. There's a lot of other things. He's going to be bringing up some other things as well. Some of the things that I haven't seen as well. So we're going to do that. We'll take our final break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We'll end it up with the MVP of the broadcast. Of course, that is the Eagle Eye Bill Cerna will do that here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and the pregame show of your Raleigh Eagles as they're taking on the Garland Owls on your Raleigh Eagles Radio Network. We'll be right back. This is Sunday Clark Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles letting you know about Karen McKinney of Budget Blinds of Rowlett. Find a little inspiration by browsing our product, whether it be the latest trends, child safety, or smart home technology, and more. Contact Karen McKinney at 972-722-9300 or visit her on the web at budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. You can also learn who they are as well as their approach and products, and you can also schedule a free home consultation. Again, contact Karen at 972-722-9300 or log online, budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. This is Sunny Clark Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles letting you know about Liberty Air and Heat. Everybody knows what the Texas Heat can do your air conditioning and heating systems. That's why you need the experts that deliver the best and most honest service in the Rowlett area. We provide the high quality air conditioning and heating services that keep you more comfortable when you need it. We strive to always meet and exceed customers' expectations, competency, and accountability, as well as satisfaction. So contact Liberty Air and Heat at 469-678-9444 or visit them on the web at libertyairandheat.com. 
This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Landon Huey and 19 Ministries. One of the things we want to do is we have this idea, the name that's kind of sticking right now is Rowlett Revival. And we know that there are a lot of hurting um, and broken people across the city. Um, out of a population of 60,000, there's close to 40,000 that aren't saved. And we want to do like a Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday where we'll bring in a guest speaker and he's just going to share the love of Christ and we want to connect people in the city up with churches and where they can find a healthy church family and find people that believe in them and find a God that loves them. Jesus came for a broken world and he, he loves and cares for everybody in the city. And so we're excited about that. We're working through details right now, but our vision is to see God's going to reach a lot of people. So make sure you contact Landon Huey at 19 Ministries at 972. 972- 835-8665 or check them out on the web at 19ministries.org or uniterowlet.org This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles asking, are you looking for a new home? Want to know what your house could sell for in today's market? Then you need to contact realtor Jeremy Morgan with Ray Hubbard Real Estate Group at Keller Williams Rockwall. Whether you're buying, selling, leasing, or investing, he can help you get where you need to be. Visit RayHubbardRealEstateGroup.com or make an appointment today by calling 214-236-2914. That's 214-236-2914. Jeremy Morgan with Ray Hubbard Real Estate Group, Keller Williams, Rockwall. Find out how Merchant Masters, DFW, specializing in small business companies, can help you save money and protect your customers' information with our credit card processing and point-of-sale systems. In 95% of our cases, our services save our clients money. So, what makes Merchant Masters, DFW, different from all the others? It's an integrity-first approach to each client we work with so you receive the very best including financial savings, lowest possible rates, superior technology, and improved support. So claim your free audit at MerchantMastersDFW.com or contact John Beeman at 262-339-5470 for more information. That's 262-339-5470. Merchant Masters DFW, different from all the rest. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about RowlettFood.com. Do you want to have dinner delivered, but you don't want to use Uber Eats? Contact someone locally that can do the same thing at a better price and faster. All you have to do is pick a restaurant on the list at the website, tell us what you'd like to order, then check out, and you'll have your food within 25 to 45 minutes, depending on distance. Check out RowlettFoods.com for your next meal at Raising Cane's, Golden Pie, Ponchos and Lefty, and more. Give us a call at 972-408-8002 or check us out on the web at RowlettFood.com. Holler, if you hear me! 
and welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show and the pregame show of your Raleigh Eagles as they're taking on the Garland Owls underneath Friday Night Lights as the Eagles kick this one off at 7 o'clock over at Williams Stadium. Now, as promised, the MVP, the guy that really has it up and he knows what's going on, especially with this football team as well as other teams within district. Of course, I got online the Eagle Eye, Bill Cerna. How are you doing, Bill? Good, Sonny. How are you? I'm fantastic. Now, uh, you know, I tout I, I myself as the hardest working man in sports radio. I, I, you might have another nickname, Bill. It might be the busiest color commentator in Rowlett Eagles football history. I'm telling you, the guy's busy. Where were you last night, Bill? I was actually at the Dallas Mavericks uh, home opener. What What a... Fun environment, fun game to get the season started. Who'd they play last night? Uh, they played the Washington Wizards. So, uh, you know, the Mavericks came out on top. They uh, they controlled most of the game. Uh, it, it was a fun game and a, uh, a lot of excitement. Got a little chick, uh, chippy there at the end with uh, Luca and uh, Neil from uh, the Wizards. But uh, they both play them. It's, you know, it's, it's fun basketball. And uh, Neil got thrown out of the game, but... Uh, uh, they're in the fourth quarter, but even then they both embrace as, you know, it's sometimes, you know, when, when you're in the heat of battle in any level, you know, it, uh, emotions come out, but, you know, at the end of the day, they, 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 they go off the field and they shake the hands and, and give respect to each other. Yep. That, that is awesome. So the busiest color commentator in sports radio, uh, as well as the Eagle Eye, I'll tell you, since you were busy last night, I did a little groundwork. Sonny Clark actually took the time and <laughs> kind of helped Bill, even though he knows this off the top of his head. Let's talk a little bit about last night's, uh, last week's game, Wiley. This is a football game that the Raleigh Eagles, unfortunately, let slip through their fingers. Missed field goal, put them in the situation to where at the end of the game they were down one more so than tied to go to overtime. Lots of uh, things towards the end of that game you and I both saw that were really outside the norm of what the Raleigh Eagles football is. Yeah, a lot of missed opportunities by uh, Raleigh. And, you know, at the um, – being there live and looking at the box score, you know, box score looks like, you know, it's very competitive, very uh, close. To me, Rowlett controlled that second half. They, uh, yep. they uh, you know, they were down 14-6 to six at halftime, and they uh, really controlled the second half. The, the only thing that really uh, hurt them was just uh, offense not being able to uh, uh, put points up on the board, but they were moving the ball uh, all all. Uh, during that whole second half, and, and uh, they just couldn't get any uh, points besides the one touchdown. Definitely, I, and plus, miss like you said, missed opportunities and things like that. Um, uh, that was unfortunate. The Raleigh Eagles could not capitalize on, uh, so they got to put this one in the rearview mirror. Really, Bill, you think about it. This is one that they let go. Um, so that means, being said, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago when uh, we were on the pregame show. The Raleigh Eagles cannot afford to go into any game, never mind whatever's going on. However, this is a little bit different. If they 
they would have got that victory, they would have cemented themselves into the playoffs. Uh, with what's going on as far as the playoffs can, are concerned, and we'll talk about that in a moment, going into this Garland game, they cannot go into this game thinking they're going to win this game because they have to win this game uh, because we'll talk about that in just a moment. And we don't know what team we're going to get at us, Bill. I went back and looked at the stats like you would for the last three games for this Garland Owls team. And what I'm noticing is, is that if you look at the stats overall, you don't necessarily know what they're going to be doing. But for the last three games, we see a football team um, that has been throwing the football a lot. 17 of 38, 196, one touchdown, one interception against Lakeview. 20 of 36, 315 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions um, against Saxe. And then against Wiley, 18 to 30, 222 yards, three touchdowns, and two interceptions. When I see those numbers and everything, I see the last number. I see interceptions. A total on the interception of five interceptions in the last three games um, compared to the touchdowns, only six. So there's a lot of opportunities with the ball in the air coming to uh, the Raleigh Eagles with the Garland Owls. Well, and if you look at those games, not only are you looking at the individual stats, but you look at the scoring plays. Um, Garland found themselves behind early in all three of those games. So, you know, at the, when yes, you get okay. behind, you you know, if you have a, a running game that you're comfortable with, it kind of goes out the window because you're playing catch-up. So, uh, you know, that that's part of the challenge. But you talk about this Garland Owls team. They are so young. Their quarterback is only yep. a sophomore. Their best running back is only a sophomore. Their uh, top yep. rece- t- top two receivers are, are sophomores. You know, their top two linemen are sophomores. Uh, if I uh, not mistaken, I think they said that fourteen of their twenty-two starters are sophomores. So you know what? Uh, they did pretty good outside of district, but you know, you get into district and uh, it, it's totally different. Uh, um, you know, it, uh, you're going to face some really good teams with. Uh, Saxe and, and uh, uh, Lakeview and, and Rowlett. So, you know, it, uh, it, it's a different ball uh, ball game. And, and, you know, they, they got out of the comfort of the offense they were running on the first part of the season. So, yeah, you know, at, uh, you got, you got to look at their scoring. And, uh, you know, they, they found themselves behind early. And, you know, sometimes you, just, you lose your, uh, your game plan when that happens. Yeah, and if you go back three years, I mean, we, we talked about it. We, we, over at Williams Stadiums, the Owls went ahead and went into overtime to beat the Raleigh Eagles, probably a game the Raleigh Eagles should not have lost in reality. Um, and that, what, that game actually stands out in my mind because the Raleigh Eagles should have won that football game uh, handily. They didn't do so. Well, um, but that well, was the last time we saw the Garland Owls be a good football team. Well, Raleigh was up by 14 in the fourth quarter in that game. Uh, you yeah, know, they had a. You're right. They had control of that game. They had really shut down a, a really powerful uh, Garland offense, and uh, you know it was even a little bit to our surprise how well they shut them down. But they just kind of hold them off there in the end. Definitely. So, and that's just a little bit of history of some of the things. Now, let's jump to the division, uh, the district, um, because it shocked me. When I looked at district, tonight, Bill, I don't know what you're doing. I know as soon as I get off work at 7.15, I'm headed over to Williams Stadium because tonight the Lakeview Centennial Patriots take on the Saxe Mustangs. What 
a game that that one's going to be. So I will be at that game. Um, you know, so one of those two teams are going to end up three and two out on the season, whether it's Saxe or Lakeview. But looking at the rest of the schedule for a lot of teams, there are five teams in contentions for four spots. Obviously, your Rowlett Eagles, Wiley, Lakeview, Saxe, and Naaman Forest, who are two and two, um, are still trying to eye that spot for the top four. And I was looking at the end of the uh, season schedules for Naaman. They have Wiley, and then they have um, uh, Lakeview Centennial, and I can't read my writing there. Um, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Garland. All right, so they got uh, Naaman has Wiley, uh, Wiley, Garland, and Lakeview. Saxe has uh, Lakeview, South, Garland, and Rowlett. Lakeview Centennial has Saxe, Rowlett, and Neiman Forest. And the team, I think, is actually going to win the division. And I can't believe I'm going to say this, Bill. The Wiley Pirates. The Wiley Pirates right now, they are 3-1 um, uh, and one on, on the season. And they have got Neiman, North, and South Garlands. So, you know, if you just kind of look at the records and see what kind of teams they are, if Wiley pulls off all three of those, they're going to win this district, which it might possibly could happen because of this game. But they'll be in contention with one of those two teams in reality, is uh, either Lakeview or Saxe, um, with probably when you look at the um, schedule, they're both – uh, about even on who could end up maybe um, six and one as well. Well, I mean, let's get back to Naaman Forest. You know, we talked about them. We saw the first game in district, and they had only scored one touchdown um, all season going into that game. They had scored yeah. a total of 13 points, and we were like, man, they have no offense. You know, at, uh, we barely squeaked by them. We beat them 7-6, to six, and we were thinking, you know, their offense is really struggling. Well, I tell you what, they're, they're coming around. Uh, you know what, they're 2-2 yeah, they two two right now. Uh, they're on the outside looking in. Right now you have three teams that are all 3-1 and one in the district, and three of those four are beating up on each other, and you're absolutely right. Riley, Wiley just uh, kind of uh, uh, finished out the season. Now, if Wiley wins the district, they're still going to go in the Division two tournament. Uh, right. Okay. Based on ba based on student population, they're still going to go in the Division Two district. So, if the four teams that are three and one right now, being us, Wiley, Lakeview Centennial, uh, and um, Saxe, 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 and uh, Rowlett are still going to go to the uh, D uh, Division One tournament. It's just going to it's it's really going to come down to the game between Saxe and uh, Rowlett. Whoever wins that game is going to go as a top seed. In the Division One district or Division One uh, tournament. Interestingly, a lot, a lot of turns in this one because you don't think that you say, ah, uh, he's looking at Wiley. Wiley gets the victory against Saxe, and you're like, yeah, that's the team they 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 got the victory against Rowlett. Garland as well as Saxe. Um, those are their three victories within district, and you're thinking, wow, that is huge. So we get lots of turns in high school football compared well, to when you look at the numbers. Well, not only that. Those are uh, Wiley's only three victories because they went into that Saxe game at 0-3, and, and so their first yep. win of the season was against Saxe. I mean, that's a huge win to uh, get going. Yep. So, you know, yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, Wiley right now with uh, through seven games aren't even to 500 yet, and, uh, and they're right on top of this district. So, uh, you know, it's, it's going to really come down to uh, Rowlett really leads uh, its own destiny right now 
uh, we just need to win our three games uh, here. But uh, that game between uh, uh, Lake Decentennial and Saxe is going to be huge tonight. Very tough, very tough football games. And yes, uh, Saxe Wiley got that victory, a one point victory, 22 to 21, back on September 20th, the first uh, game within district. And so that was a huge win for them, especially seeing how Saxe was undefeated for the last three years within district. Uh, so that was a big victory for them. Um, and we've seen some teams fall by one point. The Rowlett Eagles uh, won, uh, won two by one point, lost one, then you got Wiley winning this game against Saxe by one point. Lots of close football games within this district, and uh, it, it just makes it a very good one. So, yes, yeah, I'm going to be at the Lakeview Saxe game tonight. This one should really, really be good, and it will set up for what's going to happen for the last two games of the season for your Rowlett Eagles. As again, they are taking on Lakeview next week, and the week after that, they have Saxe. Two tough games compared to Wiley. If you look at their last three games, they're kind of, if you think about it they're kind of coast games but they do have to show up and get the victories in those so uh interesting yeah i, I wouldn't uh i wouldn't uh um uh take uh north garland lightly at all uh we saw them yeah. uh uh earlier in the season and uh they've got a pretty strong team um so i if i was wild i wouldn't take them uh uh, take them lightly because they can definitely come out and uh, and take care of business. But hey, if you're gonna go back in now, you better get your rain jacket because uh, uh, it's supposed to be raining all night long. Oh, wonderful! Thank you very much for the update. I did not know that. That means I'm gonna. I'm a weatherman uh, too. I I. I, I hate the rain, but we'll be inside. Also, uh, we'll be checking. We may be on the other side. I'm going to check and see if the, um, like last time we were at the Garland uh, over at Williams Stadium, the uh, radio booth was not being utilized. I'm going to see if we can get in over there if it is not being utilized this week. If not, we'll be in our regular place, and I'll let you know about it, but this one, this one here, all important for the Rowland Eagles. They do. They need to finish up um, on, a good, uh, on a good note for these last three games it would be nice to see them get these last three victories starting here tonight against the Garland Owls. No, absolutely. And then we really need is after coming off that tough loss last week, they really need to rebound today and uh, and uh, make a statement and get to, get to back to the top of the district. Because obviously, like I said, um, Saxon, Lakeview, Centennial, somebody's going to go to two and two. So um, really, it's going to uh, there's going to be uh, uh, three teams uh, up there at the top. If, if Rowlett can. Uh, uh, win this game, then you're looking at three teams that are going to be four and one. Yeah, so going to be really interesting. So, all right, so that's going to do it for us here on the pregame show of the Rowland Eagles as they're taking on the Garland Owls underneath Friday night rainy light. And uh, we'll get that all squared away. We'll watch it. We'll bring it to you out here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowland Eagles radio network. We're out of here. Take care, everybody. Bye bye. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.